Hey, I'm Ryan Mallory, and this is my Swing Trading the Stock Market podcast. I'm here to teach you how to trade in a complex, ever-changing world of finance. Learn what it means to trade profitably and consistently, managing risk, avoiding the pitfalls of trading, and most importantly, to let those winners run wild. You can succeed at the stock market, and I'm ready to show you how. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Swing Trading the Stock Market. And today's a special edition of this podcast because going to talk to you about the trading block. Now, what is the trading block, you say? Well, the trading block is the name change. We used to have the splash zone in the share plan. Personally, never really liked the name. Created by somebody else that, that used to work with share planner. It was good. It worked. It worked for almost like, what, 10 years and stuff? Felt like that name needed to change a little bit. Kind of wearing on me. Being from Orlando, I kind of felt like, I don't know, like I'm going to to SeaWorld and I'm watching Shamu splash the audience, right? They had those little seats there that says splash zone. You might not want to sit here if you don't want to get wet. That's how I kind of viewed the splash zone. So yes, I went through a name change and believe me, doing a name change even on a service, it's a lot of work. You got to change links. You got to change everything. There's just so many things you got to change, branding, all that stuff. So over the Christmas break, I went through a lot of the rigors of doing that, but I also coordinated it too with some major changes to the trading block. And they're not even actually changes, they're improvements. They're improvements. I, I used the word changes loosely, they're improvements. I'm really wanting to make this a better experience. It's been a great experience for the past 10 years. I want to make it better. And this is why. Free commissions, right? We had free commissions come about in the in the brokerages with Thinkorswim, with Schwab, with basically everybody, Fidelity, uh, E-Trade, you name it, they have free commissions. And so I'm trying to change that all around uh, and try to make it more to where I have a, 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 a far greater amount of trades that I'm making. Now, I know it might make you a little bit busier, but I've also made changes to make it easier for you in that regard as well. Let's talk about these changes. First off, the number of trades. The number of trades have changed... In the past, I've always had about three or four trades open at a time. Now it's going to be a whole lot more. And the reason why I was doing it only like three or four in the past is because not all traders are the same. Not everybody's working with the same amount of capital. If everybody's working with the same amount of capital, it'd be a whole lot easier. But but it's not. Some people are working with millions of dollars. Some people are working with just a few thousand dollars. If you're paying six, seven dollars on a, on a trade and you're trading like 15 stocks at a time with just $10,000 in your account... You're never going to make it anywhere because you're just going to get eaten alive with the uh, cost of trading. So, so that's that's one thing. With with free commissions now, you can you can be a ten thousand dollar account or a twenty thousand dollar account, and you can manage your positions in a very similar way as somebody that might be trading with a few hundred thousand dollars, right? And wants to spread it across multiple positions. Now, granted, if you're trading with a five thousand dollar account or a ten thousand dollar account, and you're putting a Amazon position on, which is almost $2,000 per share, unless you can buy fractional shares, yeah, that one might be be hard to, to trade with. But as as a whole, if you're trading like AMD, for instance, $49 a share. If you're trading CGC, it's $21 a share, or Etsy, $46 a share, or even like something like Netflix, which is uh, $330 a share, right? If you're trading with like a five dollars to $10,000 account, you can trade those, right? You may not be getting a ton of shares of Netflix, but in the end, you're spreading your risk out across a greater number of trades. And why this is important is because then all of a sudden, you don't have to put all of your eggs in one basket. You don't need just to rely on just the three or four trades that that I may be trading or, some, or, or that you're trading. Instead, you can cast a broader net and, and, and be able to trade trade a little bit differently. You don't have to keep the risk as tight because you're not dealing with as large of cap, uh, positions of capital on a trade if you're trying to trade 15 to 20 uh, stocks at a time or even 10 to 15 stocks as 
or versus, you know, like, like three or four. So now there's a lot more positions. The other thing that I think is really cool too, and, and this is worth mentioning is, is being able to have a better and more healthier balance of long positions or short positions. So right now there's about uh, 16 long positions in the portfolio. If I remember that correctly, maybe 17, but anyways, there's three short positions. Short positions aren't killing me. I'm, I'm kind of just leaving them out there. They're, I think one of them is even profitable right now, believe it or not, in this kind of crazy market. But it allows me to have a little bit of a hedge there, a little bit of a starter, starting point there. If this market does turn south, I can start building on those. But if you're only trading two or three or three or four positions at a time, well, let's say you have a th- three stocks in your portfolio and you're allocating $10,000 a piece to them. Well, if you have one one of them in there, then all of a sudden you're one of them in there is short. You're you're thirty three percent short and only two thirds long, assuming that you're fully capitalized. That's very difficult to maintain because that that one short position is going to eat into those those long positions and any gains they might have if the market uh, continues to rally higher. And and obviously you want that if you're net long, you want the market to push higher, but it may do so at the expense of that short position that eats into the profits of your two long positions if they if if it's gains outpaces the other two trades. So it provides a lot of flexibility. The other cool thing is trading stocks in such a way that allows you to take half off the table, right? I still trade equal amounts on every trade, right? I mean, give or take a few bucks because you can't get it to the penny or anything like that. But for instance, beyond me, under the splash zone, I would have gone out for an 8% profit. And I probably wouldn't have traded it because it would have been too much risk for for that much capital, right? I would have probably been like on a Home Depot or McDonald's or something like that. But with the trading block, you have a lot more flexibility because you can cast a broader net. You can have different levels of, of varying risk. You can have your Home Depots and, and McDonald's and you can have some of your more less risky stocks. But you can also have a basket of higher risk stocks. You can have like an Etsy or you can have a Shake Shack or an Uber or Beyond Meat. So Let's say under the old system, I did get into Beyond Me. I would have been out at an 8% trade because I'm trying to make sure people don't, that are using the services to maybe follow my trades, they aren't getting eaten alive with commission costs. I don't want you to get eaten alive because it's very easy to do. Even if you're trading with a couple hundred thousand dollars, it's easy to get eaten alive with commission costs because those six, seven dollar uh, trades and then like, you know, 14, 15 dollars for a, for a round trip. That really eats into your gains if you're doing that, you know, a, you know, three or four hundred times over the course of a year. You're not going to have a lot of profits. But then again, all the brokerages going commission free. It did change the game so much for retail, and it's a good thing. Yes, they're still making their money on the sides. I know that the, some of the antics that they do and everything like that. But in terms of just trading, it's a whole other ball game because now the, those commissions are not trade are not penalizing you for a higher frequency of trading. So. Now, Beyond Meat, at the beginning of the of this week, I sold Beyond Meat for an 8% profit, okay? That was good. But I kept the other half, and I kept letting it run. It ran up over 50%. I didn't get out at 50% of profits. I wish I would have. But um, it got halted, and then it sold off a little bit. But I got out at 37%. And that was because I was able to add more layers of risk management to my trades now going forward because I'm not worried about you know a, a trade killing somebody because you're you're taking off half the position and then letting the other half run but you're also increasing your total commission costs by 50 percent when you're doing that so like right now there's a number of trades 
on the books that that have only half positions in them right now because I've already booked half half my profits. You got Royal Caribbean, you got Uber, you've got Shake Shack, you have um, what am I forgetting here? Uh, you have Visa, and that you already had it with Beyond Meat and, and a few others. So it's it's really cool how how this is is able to to help people and these cha- changes, not even changes, but improvements to the trading block, also known as a splash zone formerly. But yeah, they're they're going to further enhance your experience as a trader, be, make you a more profitable trader, make you better risk managers. And it's not always going to be half. Maybe sometimes it'll be only a third that I take off the table. I've also wanted to make this a more standardized, more direct experience. And so what I thought would be the best thing for me to do is to roll out the the evening newsletter called the trading block newsletter right evening newsletter so it comes out every night sometimes it comes out right after close sometimes i want to see what the futures do at night if it's uh, very unpredictable i may even wait till the very next morning early next morning to see what the overnight futures did but anyways what it does is it summarizes the day's actions the stocks that, that i got into the stocks that i got out of the stocks that i'm still waiting to trigger the stocks uh that i'm the new ones that i'm going to add to the watch list for a possible entry but I also provide the entry point, the idle trigger point. Uh, the trigger is the one is what I use for for saying where where do I want to get in? What's the trigger price? Where do I pull the trigger? Uh, the trigger price. You have the stop loss that I that I want to use. At first, I thought maybe giving two stop losses out. I, I felt like it, that only confused matters, so I only I stayed with. And the, and the reason for two stop losses was to give you different options depending on your risk. Risk tolerance, but I decided just to uh, stick with the the standard risk rating that I had added as well to this new service. And the risk rating provides you on a scale of one to uh, zero to five how risky of a stock is it. You know, from a stop loss standpoint, from also just a historical volatility standpoint, where do I where do I rate that stock? And and um, so zero to five. So what that does is that helps you know, okay, what kind of trader are you? Can you do you want to trade just all like fours and fives in terms of high risk stocks, or are you a person who only wants to trade ones and twos and maybe a dash of threes? So you can you can base off base your new trades off of stocks that are that are going to fit into your category. Maybe it's just you know you want you're you're pretty young and you have a long time before you retire, so you want you want to take some bigger risks in life. So you're just going to say, okay, I'm going to trade mainly anything that's a three or higher. That's what I'm going to trade. So that's what the risk rating does. So it gives you a better idea of how to tailor what I do to your own personal preferences. And because it's going to come out the night before or or in the rare occasions uh, the morning before, you're going to get more notice up front. I'm providing you all the details up front. Uh, It provides a more standardized and easier to follow uh, method of trading. Um, At the end of the day, I typically make some adjustments based off of what I put in the newsletter. If stocks are falling apart or stocks are running too much, I may take half off the table or if it's reached its stop loss, um, may take that off as well. So again, free commissions really frees us up. It makes it a whole lot easier for traders like yourself and I to, um, to, to better manage the risk and to provide you with a better service through the trading block. So in the end, what really changed? The name of the service changed, okay? It was the name of the service that changed. That was that was the big deal uh, in terms of big changes. Everything else was improvements. Everything else was improvements. I wanted to en- enhance your experience, not take away from it. Um, even for like the auto traders, I don't deal with the auto traders anymore. But what I do do is I I provide a method for people to go through their own auto traders and and you can and establish a uh, your own agreement with them where you'll forward my alerts to them. 
that works great as well. I think I think that's some people are already doing that, and it, and it's fine. So so you can still use the auto trading. I'm not going to deal with the auto traders anymore. I just that's one thing that I just kind of want to disconnect from. But I don't stop you guys if they want to ask me. Hey, are you using the service? I'd be more than happy to tell them. Yes, but in terms of me actually sending emails telling them what to buy and sell, I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm simply. Um, that's the only thing that I'm taking away from it. And there wasn't a lot of people that use it. Most people want to trade for themselves, and I applaud you for that. Um, but everything is really improvements. The name changes from the splash zone to the trading block. And the things that are improved is the, the risk management, how it has much more standard standardized and more notice up front with the evening newsletter called the trading block. Surprise there on, on, on what I called the evening newsletter. And then, of course, there's going to be a, no, a far greater number of trades, better balance to the portfolio between longs and shorts. And uh, it allows us to take, you know, a little bit larger stop losses, too, because, you know, for, for one, I'm, I'm trading more stocks. And that means that it's going to be spread out across more capital. But I think it's in the long run, it's going to be great. It's already been great. You look at already some of the trades in the portfolio that have been made. You have Shaq. It's up 12%. You have Beyond Meat that was made that made 37%. You also have Etsy right now that's up 11%. You have a whole host of them that are up, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight percent. You have Nuon that's up ten percent. Splunk that's up nine percent. Visa that's up nine percent. You have Uber that's up almost sixteen percent. Royal Caribbean up fifteen percent. So there's these these were gains that couldn't be had under the splash zone in the previous system. And when they were had, it was a very rare occasion. They weren't they weren't as common as what you're seeing right now. So uh, big changes, great changes. I'm really excited about it. And uh, if you haven't signed up for it yet, check out their trading block. Go to shareplanner.com slash trading block. And go ahead and subscribe. It's a free seven-day trial. I think you'll like it. It's really good. A great community of traders, people throwing out their ideas outside of mine. And sometimes I take their ideas and use them as my own. I think they're great. Hey, if somebody's got a good chart and a good trade setup, I'm going to take it. I'm going to use it, man, because guess what? At the end, I'm going to make profits just like you guys do. So, um, yeah, so if there's a good profit out there, I'm going to take it. Check out the trading block, guys. I I, I like the improvements. I like the name change, too, and uh, I think you will as well. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Swing Trading the Stock Market. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the SharePlanner trading block where I navigate the stock market each day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you will get a seven-day trial and access to my trading room, including alerts via text, email, and WhatsApp. So go ahead, sign up by going to shareplanner.com slash trading block. That's www.shareplanner.com slash trading block. And follow me on SharePlanner's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where I provide unique market and trading information every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at brian at shareplanner.com. All the best to you, and I look forward to trading with you soon. 